Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Kuf Ches. In Sochem, as we learn again, for a four Shlema, for Tova, Miriam, Bastavora, Mindel. <clears throat> I also want to mention that um, I, I emailed uh, today a uh, chart that's going to be, uh, we can use to, on tomorrow's daf. It's an old handwritten chart that I have uh, that we can use on tomorrow's daf. For anybody listening to this, uh, to the podcast, and uh, they didn't receive it because I don't, I don't know who they are or what their email is. Uh, you can please just drop me an email at ephraim.schreibman at gmail.com and I'll send you the chart. Okay, uh, <clears throat> yesterday we got down to the two dots about 15, 16, 17 lines down on Kuv Ches. Uh, the Mishnah had said, <laughs> Even a, the poorest person is supposed to demonstrate that he's a free man, freedom, and we do that by reclining on our left side. So the Mishnah said that even the poorest person uh, uh, among the Jews should not eat the matzah until he reclines. And we'll see that's reclining on the left side, and he should have the four cups of wine on Leila Seder. Itmar, says the Gemara, matzah tzricha seba. When you eat matzah, which is a mitzvah do raisa, even even today we have a mitzvah do raisa eat it, it requires hasebe. So, uh, so decreed the rabbis, and we'll see that if you ate it without hasebe, without reclining on your left side, it could be that you have to eat the matzah again. You're not yotze. So here he says a maror ain't sir hasebe, but when you eat the maror, which Vizmana says only drabanan, but it's still a chiyav to eat the maror, that doesn't require a seba because a seba is, is a sign of freedom, and the maror is a sign of slavery. So uh, the Mara, you know, reclining, showing freedom doesn't fit in with Mara. Yayin, what about drinking the wine? Some said in the name of Rav Nachman that it requires reclining. Some say, then in the same Rav Nachman, some say that it's ain't so you see, there's always these machlokas in about what Rav Nachman said. Did he say it requires a say, but some say not. Philo plea, there's no machlokas here. Why? Because you could say that both things are true. Rav Nachman said both. Habatarti kasi kamoi, but the first two cups, the first two cups, perhaps let's say requires reclining. Habatarti because of but the last two cups, the four cups of wine, the first two go one way, and the other two go the other way. Which two require? Which two don't? They had also were not sure about. I'm said. Some say the first two require, not the last two. Some say only the last two, not the first two. I'm the ones who say that the first two require Haseba, why? Because now when we say when we start the Haggadah, at this point, this is when this is demonstrating freedom. So <clears throat> we demonstrate the freedom at the beginning of the Seder with the first two cups. But the last two that are after we ate already, Lo Boy Haseba, Mai Dahave what took place already took place. In other words, we're already free. We 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 don't drink we don't uh, we don't uh, drink Bathsheba all year round when we know we're free. Only it was to to show fruit to show that we're uh, we're free. We do a seba at the beginning of the seder, the first two cups. But at the end, of when, we're, when we've eaten already, what was the, what's done is done. Tosa says, but even though uh, what's done is done after the first two cups, you still haven't eaten the matzah yet, and the matzah requires a seba. That's because. That's what Tosa says. It's because the, that's the Iker Suda. And the Iker Suda is the matzah, which demonstrates, and the purpose of the Suda is to demonstrate the freedom. So that requires uh, a, a demonstration of freedom more than the wine. And also, 
by the ayin, we already had a seba, and here we haven't had a seba yet, right? So, therefore, it's necessary. Yeah. Brian, by the time we have the last two cups, our heads are on the table. <laughs> We're going to talk about that, too. <laughs> right. Even by the koman, it requires that seba. Okay. You have to remember, though, that that seba is drabonan, and the matzah is doraisa. But the fact that we eat the matzah bas seba, that's, uh, you know, that, that's because we're demonstrating freedom. So even though the cups of wine, we've already demonstrated the freedom with them, we haven't demonstrated the freedom yet with the, with the matzah. That's one way to learn in Rav Nachman. In other words, we said Rav Nachman did say that two, uh, he said that the wine needs a seba and the wine doesn't need a seba. It depends, two cups do, two cups don't, which or which. So you can look at it both ways. The one, the way to say that the first two cups needed is because at the first two cups we're demonstrating freedom. After we've eaten already, so we're free already. We don't have to demonstrate it right now, right? So that's one. That's the one way to learn. right? And the other way, said, uh, So the other way is no. The latter two cups after we've eaten, they require a seba. Why? Because he shot the kavi that's the time when we're free. We've had a nice meal, and the meal demonstrated the cheres. Now we're free. But when we when we drank the first two cups, low boys say, but they don't require climbing. That katya avodamayim, as we say, avodamayim And as we were still, as we recount the uh, the ma'aseri sipas yitzias mitzrayim, we're talking about how we're at one point we were still slaves, right? We're going through that. So at the first two cups, we say we're still we're still slaves. Afterwards, we don't. So um uh um yeah, we're still saying we're Vadamainu. So which one is it? What do we do? So the Gmar says, since one opinion is that you, you do a seba at the first two cups and not the last two. And the other opinion is that you do a seba only at the last two cups, not the first two cups. Since we're not sure, they all require a seba. Now what what do we do when we're not sure? Again, this is we said is a drabonan. Haseb is a drabonan. That certainly that doesn't say that in the Torah. So the Ran says that <clears throat> um, if you go Lakula over here, there's not there's not one svar to be make more one more than the other. You could see it both ways. And if you're going to be make both of them, so that can be any haseb at all. So here, because the, the, the problem is whenever there's a suffix drabonan, we go Lakula. You're not sure if you're not sure if you made a bracha. Let's say a bracha we us as a drabanan. So if you're not sure if this requires a bracha, so you don't make a bracha. Many times they, I take a, a vessel or some a new thing. We're buying now. People buy new things for Pesach. And you take it to the mikveh to be tovo. You're not sure if it requires tefillah or not. There's many things that are masupak, right? You're not sure of where it was made. You're not sure what the constitution is of it. Is it a glass? Is it real chinaware? Whatever it is. You're not sure, so you tovel without a bracha. Suffolk drabbana, you go lakula. So here also, it's suffolk so don't do it at all. So the answer is, is since, so one answer is, is that since it's a very easy thing to do, you just lean over when you eat, so uh, we're making all that. So labraf milsa to, uh, you know, to extend and, and, and to show, uh, to, uh, you know, to extend the, 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 the Seder and to show our, our freedom and to, uh, you know, be Mesopi, you see us Mitzrayim, so we talk more about it. So it's an easy thing to do. So even though it's a suffix, do it. What's the big deal, right? You do it. The Ron also says, because if you're Makel on both, you'll have nothing, right? You say, well, I'm not sure how to, it's a suffix, I have to do the first two, maybe not. Suffix, I have to do the last two, maybe not. So if you don't do anything, you won't have any essay at all. So therefore, we do it on all of them. That's what the Gemara says. Kivim dolitmar, hochi vlotmar hochi, hashtitmar hochi vitmar hochi, idi vidi boy said they both require a However, the we'll see is on the left side. 
Parakdan lying down on your back is not considered hasebe. That's not a demonstration of know Today we don't, you know, people don't necessarily eat that way, but that's how it was done in those days. They would eat on couches, on beds, and lean over on their left side. So laying down, laying down uh, on one's back is not is not a demonstration of hasebe. Just shows the guy went to sleep. Hasebe Also, leaning over on your right side is not uh, is not called reclining. Oh, now the, the windpipe, you know, this might go to, the food might go down the wrong pipe too. Apparently, if you lean down on your right side, uh, Rashi says that, you know, the, the uh, windpipe that should remain closed can open up that way and the food might go down. If you know, try to eat uh, laying down, that can, the food can go down the wrong pipe and the other day second and you can endanger your life. So don't lean on the right side, don't lean on your back, lean on your left side. What about fine, women and children? Fine, uh, anatomically, mm-hmm. when the... Uh trachea divides up into the right and the left side mm-hmm. the right side is a direct is a direct connection in other words straight down mm-hmm. while the left is uh, outside, uh, is angled is angled therefore if you're going to have a choke on something it's going to go down the right side easier than the left oh very good very good so that 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 you just confirm what the gemara said rashi says it uh, in a way rashi says that afraktan kamochi me talks about shochalacharban is when you when you lean your neck Shipua kova hasosum is like the cover, the the uh, the the hat, uh, whatever you want to call that, that covers the um, that covers the windpipe opens up. Now maybe it's a slight variation. It's it's you know it's like you say it's straight down. Maybe he calls it a kova, but maybe it's just the angle. It opens up, and it's uh, either way it means the same thing that the food will easily go down. So you got to be careful when you eat. Shouldn't go down the right side. What about women and children? Do they have need a seba? So the Gemara says, Isha eats albala lo boy seba. If she's with her husband, she's not eating alone. She's with her husband. She doesn't require a seba. Rajbam says, because a woman is more subservient to her husband and it doesn't, it's not a proper demonstration of freedom, I guess, or, or it's improper to do it that way. He spills on for shilzer v'choy. It's just not the derech of women to do that. It's not. It's usually. It's not. It's not customary for women to eat that way. Maybe it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't uh, so. Sneistic, um, uh, whatever. If the women to lean lean over. Uh, so there's different reasons brought down. Either because in front of her husband, maybe it's improper. It doesn't show respect, or because it's just women didn't do that. But it only says he should be eight sal It's mash with a woman alone. Maybe it would. If she's an important woman, then Sricha Seva, then she does. In other words, obviously it depends on the kind of women or the customs. I think today everybody is important and everybody today would do it. Ben Eitz Love, what about a son uh, in his father's house? Boy, Seva requires it. What about a student next to his teacher, next to his Rebbe? My Toshma. So when we were in the yeshiva of, of, of my master, that was Rabba, Abai and Rava both learned in, in, Rab, in Rabba's yeshiva before Rabba died. We used to lean over on the knees of our friends. In other words, we would each lean over on the other guy's knees. Uh, when Rabbi Yosef took over after Rabba died, we learned, we learned in the yeshiva of Rabbi Yosef, Amalani says, you don't have to. The mora of your teacher should be like the mora, like the fear of heaven. Meaning, it is somewhat of a demonstration, not of, of arrogance or pride, but in front of your Rebbe, you're not supposed to be that uh, outwardly uh, uh, full, you know, uh, boasting or feeling uh, good, feeling freedom. You have to show some respect. So therefore, like you said before, maybe a woman with her husband, according to one opinion of the Rajbam, or uh, a, a teacher, a student in front of his teacher, 
does not have to lean over. Meisvei. In Makolot Mesa, <coughs> Brisa says that a person should lean in front of anybody. It makes no difference. Everybody's required to lean. Even a Talmud with his master is supposed to lean, is supposed to recline. So the Gemara Kitanyahi Bishulai Denagri. That rabbi that we're speaking about, that master is not a teacher of Torah. <coughs> there, there we're speaking about a carpenter's apprentice. If you're an apprentice, and you, then even though you have respect for the people's person teaching you, it's not the same as a person who taught you Torah. So there you do recline. But the bottom line over here is that the only one who doesn't recline really is the student in his master in, uh, of his in the student of in front of his rebbe who taught him Torah. Boilu Shamishmai. What about the uh, the waiter? If he ate a kazayis matzah, while he was reclining, yotza. In other words, while he's serving, if he ate a kazayis matzah and he leained over, he reclined. He's yotza. Chose the only for reclined. So you see, boy, You see that even a waiter requires haseba, uh, requires uh, reclining. But you also see from here. Rishonim say that that if you don't, if you didn't do a seba, you have to eat it again. So the rush says that you have to you have to do it again. Um, others say from the Ramat's Mashmim, not that you don't have to. It's a din latzvah. In other words, you weren't yotz to that mitzvah, but you don't have to eat the matzah again. So there's different opinions. Again, that seba's drabonam, as we're going to talk now about the four cups of wine. I'm Rabbi Shuban Levi. From Rishuba Levi, another thing Rishuba Levi said, this is the last line on the page. Women must also drink. Uh, the four kosos, even though the four kosos are only a drabonan. It's, again, it's a, it's a sign of freedom, but, but it's, and it's based on the, on the, on the four lishonos we had before, the four lishonos of Geula mentioned in the Pusik. What are the four lishonos? Uh, the tzalti, right? Remember the Rashi mentioned them before? Vautsesi, v'itzalti, v'goalti, v'lakachti. Right, the four cups of wine are based on the pasuk. That's an asmachta, but it's still an, it's still a drabona. The mitzvah is drabona. Why do the rabbana, Why why did the rabbis include women? Sha'afhein hayubos on this on Amid Beis now that they were also included in the miracle. And Rashi points out the other drabonans. In other words, when we say that women are chayiv and mitzvahs, for example, we said women have to eat matzah. That's a mitzvah d'oraisa. Women also is that because afhein hayubos on this. Because they were included also. Rashi says, the reward of the righteous women of that door, Nigalu. Uh, we were redeemed from Egypt in the in the schus and the merit of the righteous women. Fine, but that's not why we why women are chayv and matzah. Women are chayv and matzah, we learned before, even though it's a mitzvah say, Shazman Grama, because we learn out of a Pasik that uh, whoever is has the mitzvah of not eating chametz, and women are chayev in all losa says whoever is required to abstain from chametz is required also to eat matzah. So it's learned out of pasuk. That's a daraisa. The svar of afim by is by drabonans. The rabbanon when they said drink four cups of wine, we include the women too because they were part of the mitzvah, They were part of the miracle also. And Rashi in the tops in the second line also says Esther because they were redeemed through Esther. Uh, so we, so women are also chayiv mikrabgil v'chein gabinir chanukah m'sech the Shabbos. In other words, the, by east by mitzvahs drabanan, the rabbanan decided to include women for various reasons, even though it's even though these are all mitzvahs. Seishas mind brama. Amar Now we're going to talk about the the wine itself, not the not the. Uh, t- we'll talk about the uh, the wine supposed to be red and it's supposed to be uh, somewhat intoxicating. It's got to have some sort of a uh, good flavor and a taste. 
Um, I'm not talking about whether you go with grape juice or this wine or that wine, but first we're going to talk about how much wine do you have to drink. So this gets into the in, into this issue, which will take us through to tomorrow, and that's why I sent out those charts. The four cups that we drink, they, there must be, and the assumption now is we're speaking about all of them together, the, the combination of all of them, enough for uh, the mixture, mixing a nice cup. Now, what is a nice cup? So Rashi says, we all know that the shear of a revia, the shear that you're supposed to drink for Kiddush, Avdol, etc., is a revias. How much is a revias? A revias, when we say revias, we mean, we mean a quarter of a log, which is about one and a half eggs, which, uh, you know, is anywhere between, uh, you know, 50 and 150 uh, cubic, centi- cubic centimeters or milliliters, the same thing. Uh, depending on which rabbi you go with, right? So it's about, uh, it's not more than 50, it's more like uh, 70, between 70 and 150 milliliters or cc. That's how much uh, the, the cup of wine has to be. However, whenever, whenever you make Kiddush, not just on Pesach, on Shabbos, whatever, it has to be a, ro- a revias halog. However, the wine that they had in those days was made in an undiluted form. It wasn't like today you bought a bottle of wine and it's ready to drink. In those days, they would make it in the barrels and the barrels would be undiluted. In order to drink it, the proper way to drink it was to take the undiluted wine and dilute it with three parts water to one part wine. So when he says over here, Kadeh Mazigas Kosyafa, we're assuming now that Shmuel said, you have to have enough for a nice cup, which is a rova akav, a, 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 a rova log rather, a rova, a rova log, and Rashi says in the fourth line, Kedei Mezigas Kos Yafa, Shiuro Rova Revias. In other words, to make a Revias, which is a diluted cup of wine, in order to make it, you need, you need how much? You need undiluted one quarter of that. So a quarter of a quarter is a sixteenth. So he says you need a Shiuro Rova Revias, meaning a quarter of a quarter or a sixteenth of undiluted wine. So that when you mix it three parts of water, you'll wind up with a quarter of a log of, of drinkable wine, let's call it the chamra. The chamra, the lodori al-chatlas, wine which does not um, mix well or, or, or does not uh, produce uh, against three three parts water, it cannot stand up to three parts water. Laf chamra. If you have undiluted wine and that can't stand up to three parts water, meaning if you put three parts water and it tastes more like water than like wine, that's not wine. Because and the assumption is in the Havmina that Shmuel is saying that among all of them, the composite of all four cups together, the Havi Rovervia should be a Rovervia. In other words, we're talking about a sixteenth of a log which is a very small amount, that would be, um, that would be like, uh, you know, uh, 30, what is it, like 37, um, 37.5% of a beitza, right, 37% of a beitza, approximately, of, um, of, of undiluted wine, which would, and, and from that, you have to make four cups of wine, that's what we're assuming right now. So he says, again, how much wine do you have to drink? How much do the coasts have to be? So we're assuming that all four together, we're going to say later on, not like that, but that's what we're assuming right now. That's how much you have to have in order to make an, enough, how much undiluted wine, to make one good cup of diluted wine. But what we're really saying is that's all four cups together, which is a very small amount of wine for each cup. Now, let's say you drank it raw. You didn't mix it with water. You're yotza, yotza. 
<coughs> Let's say you took all four cups and put it into one cup and drank it all at one shot. You're also yatsa. Let's say you didn't drink it all yourself. You gave some of it to your family members. Also yatsa. Now, what do we mean by that? Shasan chayatza. We say if you drank it raw, you're yotze. Amarava yideyain yatsi decheres la yatsi. You 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 uh, fulfilled your obligation to drink wine because you did drink wine, but you didn't you weren't you didn't fulfill your obligation to drink wine in a state of freedom of feeling freedom because very hard to drink that wine. You don't feel too good drinking raw wine. Shasan basachas. If you drank it all at one time, right? Uh, Rav says he says you're yotze. So Vasachas Ravomer Yideyainas again you drank the you drank the wine, but Yidei Arbakosis Lo Yotsa. We said four cups. You didn't drink four cups, you drank one gigantic cup. Again, so you weren't Yotse that way. So again, in order to be Yotse, the Drabonan of drinking the wine, Bechairis, you'd have to drink four cups again and drink it with diluted wine. Hishkamel Bavabeso Yotsa, if you gave some of it to your family members of Yotse, Amrav Nachbar Yitzhak, Vuhudish de Ruba de Kosa. That's only if you drank most of the cup yourself. The Mepharshim talk about what happens if you had a gigantic cup. You could, that you could, that you could uh, uh, parcel out to various members. But if you had basically a cup that held a revius, which is, supposed, which is what it's supposed to do, let's say a maximum of uh, a revius is like 150, according to the Mechumr sheet, 150 cc. It's a large cup. So uh, if you drank most of that, even if you gave some of it to the family members, you're outside with that too. Now we're going to ask Akasha on the assumption that when Shmuel said as halacha that you need a sixteenth of a log, a quarter of a quarter uh, of a log of um, of undiluted wine for all four cups, we're going to show otherwise. Meisvei dalkosalola the four cups of wine you're supposed to drink on leila seder tzarshei that each one has to have enough for a revius. A revius a log means each one has to have you have to have a revius in each cup. Of of uh, now that's supposed to be diluted wine, drinkable good wine. But if you had a revius of raw wine and you drank that, you're also whether it's raw or muzzig or whether it's diluted. Whether the wine is new, not as good, not as good quality, or if it was old wine, dilu- um, older older wine, aged wine, that's also either way is good. Aged is obviously better than new wine, right? It's more, it's, it's more tasty, it's more substantive, it's higher quality. Not only enough, it's not only that it should be called wine, but even if it's new wine, it's got to have the taste of wine and it's got to have the, the appearance of wine. It's got to have that reddish color. But the first part of it, what do we say? That each cup has to have the four cups. Each of them must have a revius. And you said one cup, Enough to make one cup, meaning one good undiluted cup for all four together. Sigmar says, no. We're talking about the same thing. When we said at the beginning, when Shmuel said enough to make one nice good cup to come for each of the four cups, the Havalakul Revius, all together it's Revius, meaning at the end of the day, what do you need? You need a Revius of undiluted wine, undiluted wine. That Revius will make four times as much regular diluted wine, and each cup will have a revia. So in other words, you start with a revia of undiluted wine, and you find it with four uh, cups when you put three parts water against that revia, so you wind up with four times as much, and each of the, and then each of the cups will have a cup of undiluted wine, of, undilu- uh, of, of diluted wine, rather. So you start with, with a revia of undiluted wine, you add three parts water to that, to that amount, in other words, three reviases, and you wind up with a whole log, 
right? Because each one is a quarter of a log. You wind up with a whole log of mixed wine, of diluted wine, and then you have a quarter of a log for each cup. That's the minimal amount that you need to be yotze. And you have to drink rove of the coast, a rove of that coast. You don't have to drink the whole thing to the end, but you have to have a cup of wine that holds a revius of diluted, drinkable wine, and you have to drink rove of that, most of that cup. Uh, how much is that? So we said... There's we said, no discussion. Pardon? There, there's, there's, there's no discussion of whether grape juice considered the same flavor as wine. Right, we're not discussing that right now. That's discussed later on. It's discussed, it's, it is discussed later on, and it's discussed among the Mepharshim, and, then, and uh, you know, so they, it goes according to which rabbi you go with. Today... Most of us, I mean, many of us drink grape juice or you mix a little bit of wine with it. Has to have more of the taste of wine. But the general assumption is that you yotze with grape juice today. If the grape juice has enough grape juice in it and it's not all sugar and water, you know, if there's enough grapes in it, then uh, most rabbis say you could drink that. But it's preferable to drink uh, wine if you, can, if, you can, uh, if you can handle it. You know, I know people can't handle the wine, right? Most children can't handle it and many adults can't handle it. They become... Like Michael said before, their heads are on the table by the third cup, or they're dancing or singing, or, or you know, if there's a chance of not being able to finish the hollow. One of the reasons we learned yesterday that you don't drink, um, you, don't, you can drink as much as you want between the first and second cups and between the second and third cups. But after the third cup, after you bench, right, you don't drink any more wine. So we said the main reason is, is because then, if you're, until then, it's part of the, it's, it's, it's increasing your appetite, it's wetting your appetite. But after the third, after you benched already, if you drink another cup, it's like you're making five or six cups, and that you shouldn't do. But another reason is, is because you might become too drunk to say the hollow, you know, to continue with the Seder. So you got to be careful. Amarava, my time, Rabbiuta. What's Rabbiuta's reasoning? Rabbiuta says that uh, you're not Yotze with wine. The wine should have the appearance and the, uh, the texture. Right, he said that. Um, uh, what was it? What was his exact words? Um, and we said, um, "Where's Where's words?" It's got to have the taste and the appearance of wine. What's his reasoning? My time at Rebbe. Don't don't stare, don't look, don't look at the, you know, don't uh, leer at the wine when it's red. In other words, don't become too intoxicated. Don't become too intoxicated. In other words, wine's a good thing, like everything else in life. It's in the right measure, right? Most things in life, you know, if they have, if they have the right amount, then it works. If you go too far, it doesn't work, right? So wine is a good thing. It's the best drink. We're Mekai, we make Kiddush on wine, make Avdala on wine. Wine, by all simchas, we have wine. We use, it's the proper thing to, when you bench, to have a cup of wine. However, don't go too far. So, but the point is, he mentions over here that Yain Kiyasan, because it's red. So red, wine means red. We have white wine today, but it's a mitzvah to have red wine on Leila Seder. Ton Rabbana, kol chayv Everybody's chayv to drink the four kosas, as we said before. Halalu, these four cups. Echad anoshim, echad anoshim, bechad tinokos. Even children. What do they get out of wine? You know, there, there's no mitzvah. Okay, there's a mitzvah of chinuch. But what do they get out of wine? Wine is just going to intoxicate them. Ella, what we do rather is, the reason why we include the children is because it's a mitzvah to tell the children the story. We have to tell the children the story. But what's, what are they getting out of it? El machalkin lahem, rather, than, rather than, than, than force them to drink the strong wine, you, uh, what we do is we distribute to them kloyos vegos, and we distribute to them uh, parched uh, wheat, parched kernels, 
Um, so they shouldn't sleep. And they'll ask questions. In other words, we, uh, you give them candies. You, uh, you, know, you, you get them interested in the story. <coughs> That's what you do. Some of the gifts are He would distribute sweets to the children on Arab Pesach. So they shouldn't sleep. And they will ask questions. In other words, we want, we want to keep them awake. We grab the matzos, right, on Leil Psachim, for the children, or Kadeshi Yishal, they should ask questions. Rashi and the Rajbam both bring down, I mean, Rajbam quotes Rashi, uh, that um, they, they what, we, what do you mean we grab the matzos? So one shot is that you lift up the kara, you lift up the plate, so the Tokash asks, what's this all about? And some say, they eat it fast. Eat it fast so that they shouldn't, you know, before they fall asleep. Or another shot is that you grab them. In other words, you don't let them eat the matzah. You show them the matzah and you take it away, right? You grab it away. That could be the source of, uh, you know, of uh, hiding the matzahs, the afikomen and all that. We play around there so they should ask questions. So um, that's where blood says, they shouldn't sleep. So whatever the reason is, either you grab them, that you eat them quickly, uh, or that you grab them, you keep them away from the kids, they should want to eat them. But the point is, or Kadesh Yishal, the gears on the side of Kadesh Yishal, they should ask, well, hey, what's this about? Why are you taking the matzahs away, etc.? So that's all part of it. So when we say, that, yeah, women are high if they drink, drink wine because that was the takana. But as far as children go, yes, for chinuch, of course you could, you could, but you don't want to get them too drunk either because if, they, if, you, if, you, if you get them drunk, they won't be awake. And the whole idea is that the children should be awake. The Seder is for the children. That's why I can't understand why they're changing the clocks here before the Seder, right? They should change the clocks after the Seder, right? They're making it late. Okay, Tanya. Okay, this is a shallow with a, a Bryce or not. I don't know what sure the, the bay seems and the Bach seems to be misplaced there. But um, in any case, Amrulav um, al-Rabakiva. And our gear says Rabakiva. The Gemara in Sukkot that brings this down, uh, he says, brings it down to the side. There it's not Rabakiva. Uh, it's not Rabbi Kiva. There, it's brought down as Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. They said Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai miyomav lo omro higia eis lamav meis medish. He never, he never left. There, it's talking about the shvachos uh, of the various rabbis that never left the base medish. They learned all day. They never said it's time to get up from the base medish. Chutz miyavr pesachim arvim kippur, except for erev pesach and erev yom akipurim. A erev pesach bishvil tinokos for the children kadei shalu yishnu. They shouldn't fall asleep. Right again, they ask a kasha on this what this means because what do you mean on erev Pesach? Right, they said get up from this marriage to, to tell the kids, you know, to make sure the kids take a nap. Right, uh, Rashi says, you know, they didn't have to leave the base matters. The mothers could have done that. That's a little bit difficult the story. But they left the base matters to make sure that the children ate so that they would be able to fast on uh, on Yom Kippur. Uh, so, um, uh, so here, uh, Tosa says over here, the top Tosa says, uh, that's what Tosa says. That what do you mean? Uh, you know that that, that that's the gear. Uh, in other words, what do you mean? They could be asleep without their parents. But Tom Shane Shapir Shemi Yakfu Ashiach Shacharbe M K Loyet Shichan Lamayom. Then if they get Kim Balayla, Lekach Nir Degaris Leilip Sochem 
In other words, he says that he doesn't mean Erev Pesach, because Erev Pesach, they could stay and learn all day. What's the problem? The mothers can put them to sleep, and uh, they wouldn't be mocked they should leave at night. In other words, they to, obviously you have to leave the Beis Medrash Leila Seder to conduct the Seder at home, right? They have to stop learning. Right? In other words, there it's different because uh, we probably his girsa is not that it's chutzme erev psachim, but rather chutzme leil psachim and leil psachim that they would leave. But the, the idea that they left on erev pesach uh, didn't didn't make sense. And also, um, it's it's it makes it makes more sense that the Bryce is not necessarily talking about uh, what Rabbi Kiva did before. You know, there's both there's two different gears here. The first gears, uh, the one gear says that Rabbi Kiva on the second line of this page was really Rabbi Tarfin, and certainly the Gemara in in Sukkah. Uh, tells the story about So therefore the story makes sense that it's not really, uh, we're not confirming, this last story is not confirming Rabbi Kiva because not even Rabbi Kiva over there. So it makes sense to say what Tosa says that we're not talking about Arab Pesach, we're talking about Leila Pesach and not uh, not in the afternoon. They only left the base Medrash on Leila Pesach and then the story really over here is almost, almost uh, not even, it's not even appropriate to what we're talking about. So the story here may or may not be, may be a, a a little bit of a convoluted text that it's stuck in over here, according to the way Tosas learns. All right, we'll pick it up from here from Tanur Abana tomorrow, Mitz Hashem. And uh, tomorrow, try to uh, have that chart in front of you because it makes things a lot easier. Tomorrow, we get into another idea. Another, ever talk, we talked here about the size of a cup, right? The Revius Halog, but how much is that in terms of measure? So we measure it by fingers and uh, amos and things like that. How does that translate? Um, how does that translate into you know, a real measure? So again, we go with the idea that you know Rashi and the, the Rishonim didn't have the math that we have, so they always did it by sections and cutting it up, and they didn't simply didn't know you know how to say uh, this times this times this is equal to this, and uh, they didn't have that. So uh, it's a little bit more difficult the way Rashi and Rajbam learn. Uh, the way we'll have it on the chart, you'll see it's much more simplified. All right, have a good day, everybody. Be well.